Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
In the darkest times on a pitch black night, he rode a horse of the purest white. He knocked on the door, kind of prisoner free. In his hand, a bag of money. What shall I do when the money runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky. What shall I do when the gold runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky. And I call the man, They surrounded me These three words they set me free When you got no strength and you cry and please Lost in the forest can't find the trees Here's what you do when the money runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky Here's what you do when the gold runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky And call the Shout! 
Thank <laughs> you. J.M. and the A.M. on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Ben Kodesh Lechol, that was the version done by uh, Shuli Ron for the Amudim event. And um, that was uh, certainly an event filled with amazing content, and that was one of the great selections that was uh, done by audio and video in honor of the uh, 
I moved him live stream a couple of weeks ago. Is it a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, it's only a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Hershey Rosenbaum before that with Rafael Ainu. You heard it's never too late. That was Joey Newcomb, eighth day with Alakad the mayor on Aini. Olam Chesed Yibane, that's Matt Dubb, Shlomo Katz with Uman. And yes, the rumors about our project with Shlomo Katz continue to fly. We'll give you details as soon as we feel it's appropriate. <laughs> uh, Mordechai Shapiro's Modaani, and of course, Regesh with Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Wednesday on this January the 12th of 2022, day 10 in the month of Shvat, the year 5782, Tufshin Pei Bays. 24 degrees with 56% humidity, winds of southwest at 9 miles per hour. Today's forecast, partly cloudy with a high temperature of 40. That's a lot better than it's been with a few clouds tonight and a low of 29. And tomorrow, partly cloudy and a high of 43 degrees. Right now, 63 in Yerushalayim. We're at 24 here in New York. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. So welcome to a Wednesday, everybody. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Full schedule, of course, this morning here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network, including Avrami's live lunch coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Um, well, I was, to say the least, uh, saddened, saddened to a great degree uh, to hear of the passing of our dear friend, Rabbi Dr. J. Mitchell Orlean. Um, Rabbi Orlean, who... Uh, was such a part of uh, of my life for such a long period of time. Um, the Yeshiva University Israel alumni sent out a notice that says we mourn the passing of YU Professor Emeritus of Bible and Hebrew by Dr. J. Mitchell Orlean, husband of our dear, well, this is my words, husband of our dear friend Chaya Orlean, who, of course, is SCW Associate Dean at Stern College. Um, our condolences to Chaya, our condolences to uh, our good friends Moshe and Mayer and Eitan and Uri, I should say rabbi in front of all of them because they are all prominent rabbis. And the funeral is going to be taking place uh, later this morning, uh, 9.30 this morning at Congregation Shari Tfila, uh, which is located on Central Avenue in Lawrence, New York. Uh, rabbi Orlean will be laid to rest at Eretz Haim Cemetery uh, near Beit Shemesh, and that'll happen on uh, Thursday. Um, Rabbi Orlean was uh, ordained at the Hebron Yeshiva in Yerushalayim and taught at YU for 60 years. 60 years. As an administrator, he served as assistant director of Teachers Institute for Men and then as assistant to the university registrar. He was a longtime member of the educational staff at Camp Marashah. That's where I first met him. He was in charge of the camp library as director of research at the media center. <coughs> Excuse me. Also known, as it says here, for his skills on the basketball court. I believe he was a member of the uh, Yeshiva University Maccabees, I believe. And from 1981 till 1999, he was coordinator of the National Bible Contest, the Chidon HaTanach. So we take this opportunity... To first of all inform everybody, <coughs> excuse me, inform everyone of the passing of uh, Rabbi Doctor J. Mitchell Orlean, and uh, to send our condolences and extend our condolences to his uh, amazing family. 
But I will remind this audience and those of you who are uh, relatively long-time listeners, not, not that long time, but those of you who are listeners for any stretch of, uh, uh, any stretch of time, will recall that Rabbi Orlean enhanced our specials on this broadcast um, umpteen times. He was a participant with us in our Tubishvat special. Ironically, that's coming up on Monday. Uh, our Yom Yatzmot special, our Yom Yushalayim special. And there were so many times, so many times, where he, Rabbi Orlean, and our dear Mayor Weingarten of blessed memory uh, had these incredible exchanges about the Hebrew language, about uh, Israel, about the uh, grammar. It was just a, a, it was a pleasure to listen to. And, and ironically, ironically, just the other day in preparation for the Tu B'Shvat special this coming Monday, I actually heard an exchange from 10, 11 years ago between Mayer and Rabbi Orlean on the air um, in regard to uh, the Hebrew language. And uh, so Rabbi Orlean was somebody who, for me, was so critical and such a, an important figure in my life from so many different angles. Loved speaking with him about Yeshiva University basketball. Loved having him on the air when it came to our specials and conversations about the Hebrew language. Uh, loved our experiences together at Camp Marasha. Uh, loved the fact that our families have been connected in one way, shape, or form um, since that era. Uh, always loved to reunite uh, with him and his family at any opportunity. In fact, I would bet the most recent time I did see him was up at a YU game. And uh, it was just, uh, it just you know, there, there are certain people in certain families who make a, um, a real Rosheb, who have a tremendous impact on one's life. And I can only imagine the people at Flatbush, the people he davened with, uh, he would always come on on Tubishvat and talk about the young Israel of Avenue J and the blue and white Kiddush. Uh, or maybe the blue and white Kiddush was when was on uh, Yomat's mood. Anyway, he would always talk about, oh yeah, right, on, on, on Tubishvat he would tell us about how they had uh, delicious fruits from Israel uh, at the shul. Um, but I, I'm sure there's so many people in this audience who in some way, shape, or form, many of you had him as a professor at Yeshiva University. Many of you learned what you know about the Hebrew language from him. And it was just it was sad for me to hear of his passing, especially, as I said, after I had just heard this exchange between him and Mayer uh, that took place years ago on our airwaves, and we miss both of them now so very much. So to the Orlean family, I say... Uh, our condolences, and we are thinking of you. And the funeral is going to be taking place 9.30 this morning out on the island. And then um, and then the, the kavura, the burial, will take place tomorrow in Israel. And we are thinking of you, and we are uh, remembering with great affection the uh, tremendous man, the friendly, wonderful, learned, always upbeat man, that Rabbi Dr. Orlean was, and uh, his memory will be a blessing for his family and for all of us, that I could tell you. Um, and uh, we remember him fondly on this Wednesday morning here at JM in the AM. 16 minutes before the hour as we continue with um, uh, plenty of programming. Willie Hachman of the Joel Paul Group is going to be joining us. You know this has been a challenging time 
in, in many ways, it's been a very interesting time when it comes to employment. And he is somebody, Willie is somebody on the front lines of the whole industry. And we'll find out exactly what the um, what the atmosphere is out there, uh, specifically in Jewish not-for-profits, but uh, in general, in terms of uh, the work environment, as we get to the as we too quickly get to the second anniversary of uh, of this um, pandemic. So we will uh, find out from him what's going on in that regard. I do remind you our Tu B'Shvat special is on Monday. Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to be featuring a quote-unquote Meir Lim segment live with us at about 7.15 in the morning during our Tu B'Shvat special. That is coming up this coming Monday between 6 and 9 a.m., Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to be with us. We are going to feature some of the past Tu B'Shvat conversations that took place on the air with me and Mayor Weingarten of Blessed Memory. We will feature some of those. It's going to be a little bit of a throwback Tu B'Shvat special and a little bit of a current Tu B'Shvat special. Uh, we felt the first special after Mayor's passing should be uh, with that formula, and that's how we're going to do it this coming Monday. So make sure to be tuned in between 6 and 9 a.m. this coming Monday right here at JM in the AM. Shelo yechod bilvod, amad oleinu, chaluseinu. Vehishe omdo, vehishe omdo, laviseinu, vilonu. Shelo yechod bilvod, shelo yechod bilvod, amad oleinu, chaluseinu. Yeah. 
America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world. The web and Nachum Siegel.com. The Nachum Siegel Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. News from Israel next. מחדל בריחת האסירים מכלא גלבוע, נציבת שבאס קטי שטרית מאשימה בעדותה, הבריחה היא אחריות ישירה של מפקד הכלא. מדווחת כתבתנו אילי קרן. רב גונדר קטיפרי הודתה בעדותה כי בעת כניסתה לתפקיד, סוגיית התקציב הייתה בעיה משמעותית שפגעה בארגון. מפקדים אמרו לי שאין לי כסף לטפל בפשפשים. עוד אמרה בפני הוועדה כי האחריות לבריחת האסירים הייתה בידי מפקד כלא גלבוע פרדי בן שטרית. הוא לדבריה היה אחראי לכך ששני אסירים בסיכון גבוה היו באותו התא. המהומות סביב הנטיות בנגב הושגה פשרה זמנית, הנטיות יעצרו והצדדים יתכנסו למשא ומתן. מדווח כתבנו יובל שגב. הפשרה הזמנית נשענת על כך שהעבודות אמורות היו להיפסק גם כך היום אחר הצהריים. המשא ומתן שיפתח כעת בין השר מאיר כהן לאנשי רע"מ ייגע בפתרון ארוך טווח שעדיין אינו נראה באופק. עם זאת מדובר בהזדמנות לשני הצדדים לרדת מהעץ ולהרגיע את הרוחות. 
בג"ץ ביטל את החלטת שר האוצר ליברמן וקבע סבסוד מעונות היום לילדי אברכים יימשך עד לסוף שנת הלימודים, מדווח כתבנו איתי שריג. פה אחד קבעו השופטים כי ההחלטה על סבסוד מעונות היום לילדי אברכים רק עד אמצע שנת הלימודים לא עולה בקנה אחד עם כללי המשפט המינהלי. שני שופטי הרוב קבעו כי הסבסוד יימשך עד לסוף שנת הלימודים. בדעת מיעוט סבר השופט פוגלמן כי הסעד הראוי הוא להורות על השארת הסבסוד עד להחלטה אחרת של השרים. הסבסוד למעונות היום היה אמור להיפסק בתחילת החודש. כתבתנו עינב קרנר מוסרת ששר האוצר הגיב על ההחלטה ומסר אנחנו מצרים על החלטת בג"ץ בעניין שינוי הקריטריונים לקבלת סבסוד על מעונות היום שפוגעת באזרחי המדינה שמשרתים בצה"ל, עובדים ומשלמים מיסים. נמשיך לפעול בכל הכוח לשילוב כל אזרחי המדינה בשוק התעסוקה. מרבית הפעולות של צה"ל נגד ההתבססות האיראנית בסוריה מצליחות, כך אומר דובר צה"ל, תת-אלוף רן כוכב, בריאיון לתקשורת הזרה. עם הפרטים, כתבנו לענייני צבא וביטחון, דורון קדוש. בריאיון לערוץ האמריקני אל-חורה, המשדר בערבית במזרח התיכון, אמר דובר צה"ל, איראן היא בעיה עולמית ואזורית, ואנחנו נערכים לפעול נגדה גם בשיתוף עם מדינות המערב ומדינות הסכמי אברהם. עוד הוא הוסיף, אנחנו מצליחים למנוע מאמצעי לחימה לעבור מאיראן לסוריה וללבנון, דרך צירי הים, האוויר והיבשה. עם זאת, הדגיש דובר צה"ל, לא הכל אנחנו יודעים ולא תמיד הכל מצליח לנו. נחצה הרף 400 אלף הישראלים שהתחסנו במנת החיסון הרביעית נגד קורונה. שר הבריאות הורוביץ בירך בטוויטר וכתב, זה המפתח, מגינים על המבוגרים ועל מי שבסיכון מפני מחלה קשה. כתבנו לענייני בריאות שי פרידמן מוסר, כי במשרד הבריאות מתכננים לחסן במנת הדחף במצטבר כמאה אלף דיירים בבתי האבות עד לשבוע הבא. ומזג האוויר, עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות, שתהיינה גבוהות מהרגיל לעונה, אבל החורף חוזר ממחר בערב, לפחות עד יום ראשון. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
Nigun Carlin, done by Shimmy Engel. Yaakov Shweki had Colin Shaman. You heard me, Adir. Done by Shmuley Hurwitz here on a Wednesday morning broadcast at JMN. By the way, before the break, um, the early Shabbos band had Miss Ameach. Osa Shalom was done by Yaakov Chesed. Shlaimi Dax and David Dax together with Daddy Deer. And the Mordechai Shapiro song was Vihisha Amda here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning broadcast. A reminder this coming Monday. <clears throat> yeah, we're just getting... This voice is going to get back to normal at some point, <laughs> but it's been it's been something over the last couple of weeks. Uh, although a lot of people mentioned to me yesterday, which I was glad to hear, that uh, it is sounding better than it did uh, a couple of weeks ago, which is nice to hear that it's getting better every day. A lot of people are uh, are coming up with um, these residual colds during this season, and I'm just hoping the mind goes away. Sooner rather than later. Um, and, and Right, Mordechai Shapiro opened up that set. Wednesday morning, JM and M. A reminder, this coming Monday, it's our Tu B'Shvat special. Now, our Tu B'Shvat special is going to have many components to it. Uh, we have some segments that were done uh, years ago. Me and Mayor Weingarten of Blessed Memory. We're going to incorporate some of those. Obviously, we'll have um, some of the uh, selections from uh, uh, Tu B'Shvat past and present. We're also going to uh, include a live conversation with our Benji Kramer, a 2022-5782 live conversation with our Benji Kramer, who is going to do his own Meir Milim, uh, analyzing the Hebrew language, which he does Mondays at 9 a.m. He's going to be doing that with us at 7.15 this coming Monday here at JM&AM during the Tu B'Shvat special. So we'll have that for you as well. And... Um, we also have some certain segments that were done in past years that we're going to uh, uh, present. So it's sort of like a hybrid of past and present to Bishvat this coming Monday here at JM in the AM. And I hope you'll be tuned in and enjoy the day. Uh, it's always a, a great special. It's going to be a lot different for us, obviously, with Mayor's passing. But we're going to uh, try our best to present a great 2022-5782 to Bishvat special this coming Monday. Speaking of Tu B'Shvat, I mentioned that um, Rabbi Orlean uh, passed away. Rabbi uh, Dr. J. Mitchell Orlean, uh, Mickey Orlean, who was such a an important um, such an important figure in so many people's lives uh, in our community. Whether you had him as a professor at YU, whether you knew him from Camp Morashah, whether you knew him from the Chidon Tanakh, whether you knew him from YU basketball. No matter what um, walk of life you may have known him, he was somebody who was uh, going to be missed terribly. His uh, friendly disposition, his uh, incredible knowledge. Uh, and I mentioned this, in the, well, obviously I mentioned it because this news just occurred and we want people to know about the fact that uh, his funeral is taking place at 9.30 this morning uh, out on the island at, um, at Congregation Share Tfila, Central Avenue in Lawrence. Happens at 9.30 this morning. The kafur, the burial, will be in Israel. Uh, and the Orlean family means a lot to us, um, uh, the entire family. Um, and our condolences to Chaya and to all of Rabbi Orlean's uh, sons and grandchildren, great-grandchildren. And um, and the the other day I was listening to a, it was either 2010, 2011, Tu special, getting some... Uh, getting some inspiration for what we're going to be doing this coming Monday, and there's an amazing conversation. 
about the Hebrew language between Mayor Weingarten and, uh, and Rabbi Orlean. Just an amazing conversation. And it reminded me that with all the different walks of life where we interacted, and it was always wonderful to see him and members of the Orlean family, uh, with all the different ways we interacted, one of the greatest ways was how he participated with us in all of our specials, Tu Bishvat, Yom Yerushalayim, Yom Atzmod. And he always had something significant to add when it came to the Hebrew language. So we will miss him. Uh, with that in mind, we will certainly miss him um, in terms of what he meant uh, in this forum. And we will miss him in general because he was just a wonderful man who had uh, such a positive impact on so many people. So again, condolences to the Orlean family from all of us here at JM in the AM. I also I also want to mention that um, yesterday at the Mizrahi here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, we had the um, funeral service for Herbie Stavsky. Herbie Stavsky, who many of you I'm sure know the name because he was the legend at the Stavsky's uh, Judaica, Stavsky's bookstore on Essex Street here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan for God knows how many decades. Uh, and probably people from all around the country and the world who are listening right now knew him. Um, he passed away, I believe in his 90s, and um, had a such an impact over so many decades on this community and on Jewish communities around the world through his uh, being on the front lines in the world of Judaica. And yesterday uh, at the Mizrahi where he davened and where we had the pleasure and privilege of davening with him for so many decades, um, he was remembered uh, as a as a wonderful father, grandfather, great-grandfather, an incredible husband, and uh, a wonderful congregant, an incredible leader in the shul, Balktokea, uh, Baltfila, just somebody who was always in a leadership role in the synagogue. And a man of Sfarim, a man of books, a man who took great pleasure in um, in in, in uh, delving into Jewish books in Sfarim, uh, searching for Jewish books in Sfarim. He had a specific affinity for Rashi and anything having to do with Rashi, and it was just so amazing to hear um, his uh, next generations speak about him yesterday uh, at the funeral and the burial is actually taking place today in Israel so I'm sure there are people gathered uh, uh, or who will be gathering in Israel um, to participate in that service um, uh, later on today and um, just uh, for somebody for anybody who was familiar with the Lower East Side from any era of the last century <laughs> uh, the name Stavsky obviously is a significant one so we remember Herbie Stavsky and I'm so happy that that my family, my children, had an opportunity to interact with him so many times on so many occasions over so many years uh, in the wonderful Mizrahi Synagogue. Wednesday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM. More coming up. This is Shlomo Katz.
J.M. in the A.M. with Shlomo Katz. And yes, Shlomo Katz and the Nahum Siegel Network are uh, involved in a project, which um, we will 
certainly announce very, very soon. I think social media has been hinting to that relationship and uh, to the special project coming up uh, quite a bit, so we will get to it. Don't worry. Just not ready yet. Anyway, that's Lule Shlomo Katz here at JM in the AM Wednesday morning broadcast. JM in the AM, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. Um, get her up by Goldwasser. And the more coming up. Willie Hachman's going to join us. If there's one thing that's been fairly obvious over the last 22 months, it's that the world of employment is a lot different than it was. <laughs> Even Jewish not-for-profit employment. And he'll discuss that with us coming up here at JM in the AM as we focus on uh, one of the aspects of the pandemic. By the way, tomorrow on this show, speaking of the pandemic, Gregory Zuckerman is going to be my guest tomorrow. The uh, the um, the book is called A Shot to Save the World, the inside story of the life or death race for a COVID-19 vaccine. The authoritative and heart-pounding untold story of the race to produce the most consequential scientific breakthrough of our time, a COVID-19 vaccine from the author of the number one New York Times bestseller, The Man, who solved the market. It's uh, Gregory Zuckerman. He is a special writer at the Wall Street Journal where he writes about business, economic, and investing topics. He's a three-time winner of the Gerald Loeb Award, the highest honor in business journalism. Appears in a whole bunch of outlets and has authored uh, a few books. And then, and again, the most recent book is the A Shot to Save the World, the inside story of the life-or-death race for a COVID-19 vaccine. Gregory Zuckerman, 8 o'clock hour tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Iker, the main idea of Avodos Hashem, of working on the service of Hashem, is to work on our amuna, our belief in Hashem, to experience the world's events through the eyes of faith, amuna. After 120 years, one of the questions that everyone will be asked is, did you deal faithfully? When an individual makes an investment, they just don't leave it alone, but constantly they follow it to see how to improve on it. If it's real estate, flip it, sell it. Similarly, when we are young, we have a certain emuna, a certain faith. But as we get older, we're supposed to constantly strive to broaden and deepen it. The Michta Melio, Revelio Desler states that attaining a pure level of Amuna is quite difficult. Even with regard to Avram Avinu, he is deemed to have achieved the ultimate level of Amuna, as it says, and he trusted in Hashem, and Hashem counted it as tzedakah, as righteousness. What hope do we, all the rest of us, have of perfecting our level of amuna. In fact, there are multiple degrees of amuna. Understandably, Avram Avinu's level was the highest, but each person can strengthen his own level of amuna, no matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstances are. There was a poor chassid. He once came to the home 
of Ramosha Chaim Rotenberg. He was the brother of the great Ger Rebbe. He was extremely wealthy. In his hand, he had a letter from the Kotzke Rebbe asking Ramosha Chaim to provide the man with his needs for the wedding of his daughter. Ramosha Chaim gave to him one single ruble and wished him well. The Chassid left. He was frustrated to return home. After all, he contended that it cost him more than one ruble just to travel to Ramosha Chaim. On the way, a shliach of Ramosha Chaim met him, handed him over all the money that he would need to cover the expenses of the wedding. The poor Chassid was dumbfounded. He immediately turned around and traveled back to the home of the wealthy Ramosha Chaim. What happened, he asked, when I first came to you? You didn't give me only one ruble, and then you gave me everything. Ramosha Chaim answered him, I saw that when you came in with your letter, that you believed you already had the money in your hands. You put all your trust in that letter, and you forgot that there is a Borei Olam, that there is a creator of the world. Therefore, I put you off momentarily in order that you should remember that there is a creator of this world. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
JM and the AM. More from the Amudim uh, event. That's Mendy Portnoy and Ari Ettinger together, the pianist and the guitar, with that beautiful medley here at JM and the AM. Benny Landau before that with Kedem. With Kedem. It's a Wednesday broadcast here at JM and the AM with a reminder that we are presenting our Tubishvat special this coming Monday. Make sure to be tuned in. Tomorrow on this show, as we said, the author of the book, A Shot to Save the World, the inside story of the life-or-death race for a COVID-19 vaccine. Gregory Zuckerman is our guest tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. And at the top of the hour, Willie Hochman is going to join us. We'll talk about the pandemic, for, but from an employment standpoint, uh, get a uh, feeling for what's been happening out there for the last 22 months. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best. Serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. More coming up at JM in the AM. Princes among men in the service of Hashem. It's a bond that never ends, no. And thank God for that. You are princes among men in the service of Hashem. It's a love that never ends, no. And thank God for that, cause. And the sons of kings found the child of your sisters.
Some say turn around, turn around and fight them. Some say close your eyes and pray. Some wave a big white flag, screaming with surrender. Some quit, calling it a day. Just keep on moving, roll it on. Don't stop for the ocean. Don't stop, don't stop. Keep on moving, waters fade away. Keep on moving, roll it on. Don't stop for the ocean. Don't stop, don't stop. Keep on moving till you find your way. Just nothing about survival. Some say some hold on tight, screaming, can't change my nature. Some say we just can't find our way. Just keep on moving, roll it on. Don't stop for the ocean. Keep on moving, waters fade away. Keep on moving, roll it on. Don't stop for the ocean. Don't stop, don't stop. Keep on moving till you find your way. Trust in him, waves are crashing, but we're coming in. Got my eye on the bright, won't stop for the lights. I'll be running down this path till he opens my eyes. Clouds are dark, I can't see a thing, but I wait to see the light that my faith will bring. Safa, Odia Ira Leluyo 
J.M. in the A.M. is something about that song. Mila Shem from Zusha, Yaakov Shweki's Yavo Hayom, Eighth Day Had Roland, Ron Weinreich from the incredible uh, Amudim content from that night, on the uh, from that night, from that uh, 36 hours, I believe it was, on the live stream with La Tete, uh, Yoni Z with Crown here at J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSegal.com and the NahumSegal Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Voice is getting there, I know. It uh, runs out of gas at some point during JMDM, but we're working on it. A lot of people out there with these residual colds. and <laughs> uh, Here in the New York area, 24 degrees. At least, thank God, we're getting into the 40s at some point today, so maybe that'll help out. We'll see. Um, reminder, this Monday is our Tubishvat special. This Monday's our Tubishvat special is going to be somewhat of a hybrid. It'll be a 5782 edition. Uh, Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to be joining us live. We'll talk about the Hebrew language in a segment we call Meir Milim. Uh, he does that every Monday at 9 a.m. He'll be doing it for our Tubishvat special at 7.15 Eastern time. Uh, plus, we have uh, other segments of today, and then we have some segments of yesteryear. Some incredible conversations that I had with Mayor Weingarten uh, during our Tubishvat specials. We'll do those on Monday as well. So a little bit of a hybrid Tubishvat special coming up this Monday. I hope you'll join us between 6 and 9 a.m. for all the talk about uh, the 15th of Shvat, one of our great specials here at JM in the AM. Well, we mentioned that um, <laughs> there's a lot been going on. Over the last 22 months, that's pandemic-related. That's an understatement. Whether it's our schools, our shuls, our travel habits, our entry or lack thereof into Israel, and so many other topics that we've brought up, including uh, Dr. Kadish yesterday, uh, about everything that's been happening over these 22 months at Turo. Uh, anyway, so one of the things I mentioned is that um, uh, we need to explore what the last 22 months have been like in the world of employment, and specifically in Jewish not-for-profit. You know that our good friend Willie Hochman, uh, CEO of the Joel Paul Group, uh, is very active. He's on the front lines 
of what's happening uh, both uh, in regard to employment in general and, of course, employment in the Jewish not-for-profit world. And he joins us live via telephone. Willie, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Always good to be with you and your listeners. Appreciate that very much. So let's start with the general overview. I don't know if you have a lot to say on this uh, th- that adds to what we hear from the general media, uh, but what is your impression of employment in general out there almost two years later from the start of the pandemic? How would you classify, categorize, or or, or how would you describe uh, the way the American workforce has adjusted and is now uh, um, going about either working or not working uh, during the early part of 2022. So if I could take us back uh, to the beginning of the pandemic, and the expression I kind of use is, uh, and this was during the recession in the early 2000s, 2008-7, you know, when the economy gets a cold, the nonprofits get the flu. And here, (laughs) you know, with this pandemic that came about, uh, nonprofits uh, and even the general, you know, business world had to readjust. Right. Had to readjust, and you know, in my line of work, we tried to forget about 2020. It was a tough year. We did a few placements, but you know, most organizations in 2020, you know, were just trying to survive and re reimagine themselves, not knowing what the future is going to bring. Fast forward to 2021 or oh, end of 2020, 21. And our wonderful government came out with these programs called PPP, Paytech Protection Program. Many business owners are familiar with it. Many nonprofits are familiar with it. Your listening world has probably heard about PPP. Right. And I have to say that really helped a lot of the Jewish nonprofits, you know, continue to, to do their mission uh, because it was money given to the government. It was legitimate that they used it for uh, payroll or rent, which let them still continue with their mission and continue with fundraising. At the end of 2021, my my reports and speaking to many of our clients and prospects, interestingly enough, many organizations met or exceeded, get that, exceeded their fundraising bu- uh, budgets, but that was due depending on their mission. For example, if they're in the family or social services in America or Israel or education-related, not only a tug at your heartstrings, but those kind of organizations, donors, and I give them a kola kavod, yashikoa, they stepped up, and they supported their organizations very well. Other organizations, I wouldn't say unfortunately, but those who had to rely on events, uh, parliament meetings, missions to Israel, they had a challenge, and they had to adjust. Unfortunately, some of them, quite a few, had to reduce their staffing. And that was, you know, during the 2020, part of 2021. Right now, in 2022, we are seeing a, a definitely a return of many jobs, some new jobs. Uh, and the challenge that I, I see and my clients are seeing out there, and that's an interesting uh, you know, topic, is the jobs are out there, but also very much we're hearing that in the corporate sector, a lot of the jobs are not getting as many candidates, relevant or not. They're not getting as many candidates to come to the table and be interested in leaving what they're doing now and moving you know, to their next move in their career. The first reason we're seeing might be, from the candidate's perspective, 
you know, uh, what do they say? The grass isn't always greener on the other side. I'm not sure I want to take a risk um, during this pandemic that's still here. And God forbid if it gets worse and my new employer starts to reduce staff, will I be the last one in, first one out? Or, don't know, maybe my position because of what I'm doing will stay on. And, you know, they really have to be doing a lot more research and a lot more discussion with a new potential employer. But the good news is, Dachlam, there are many, many more jobs out there. Uh, One of the sources that we also post on besides our own website is jewishjobs.com, and you'll now see over 700 jobs posted on Jewish jobs around the United States, Israel, uh, and the like. Willie Hochman with us from the Joel Paul Group. So you always have two sides of the employment coin that you're looking at. One is job availability and one is uh, and one is a staff availability, people who want to you know, fill those jobs. So you're obviously seeing a tremendous number of openings, but you're not getting enough candidates to fill those positions. That, that's, bas- that's basically correct. Um, the, the marketplace is, is turning around, I, I believe, and I'm talking about this for my clients and candidates. Uh, now, especially, and you just mentioned earlier, you know, travel to Israel is, is opening up right. slowly. Uh, they, they, I believe those organizations that rely on tourists, uh, you know, visiting their um, from America or Europe, wherever, visiting their Israeli organization that they support is going to make a, a, an impression. Also, organizations that do missions to Israel will now be organizing missions for later, you know, in the year as soon as they can. So we're seeing that happen as well. Willie Hochman's with us from the Joel Paul Group. All right, so now we need to uh, tell these potential candidates how they can get in touch with you because you are uh, the experts when it comes to the Jewish not-for-profit, especially in the executive position space. What should people do if they think they can fill one of these positions that they're either either finding online or one that they're aware of that your company is uh, involved with? Thank you. So very, the easiest way is our website address, which is www.joelpaul, two, one word, two names, joelpaul.com. Uh, I have to give a little shout-out to Mr. Joel Paul, who I bought the business from 13 years ago. We are probably going to be celebrating our 35th uh, anniversary of being in the business and serving the uh, nonprofit and Jewish nonprofit sector. www.joelpaul.com is the easiest way. All of our client jobs are listed on our website, and it's a very simple process to either apply for a specific job or if you would just like to have us to have your resume, you can do that as well in a generic uh, uh, section of the website to send us your resume. Not sure if we have a job now for you or in the future. I also want to just uh, mention to uh, prospective uh, clients uh, that if you are having challenges filling roles or, or have new roles that you'd like to explore working with a search firm, there are many advantages working with a search firm. Uh, also contact uh, joelpaul.com, and uh, you can also uh, email me as well to William at JoelPaul.com. So thank uh, you, Nachum. All right, a pleasure. Uh, JoelPaul.com is the website. Joel, J-O-E-L, Paul.com. 
Uh, you can uh, contact them through the website if you are a potential candidate, if you want to look at the jobs that are online, if you want to see some of their recent placements, etc. They are an executive search and consulting service, and of course their specialty is the Jewish not-for-profit executive realm. So keep that in mind. Uh, we still have our email address uh, active. Those of you out there who uh, know if somebody's looking for a job or if you yourself are looking for a job, you could send us your resume, resume at nachomsegel.com, resume at nachomsegel.com. Feel free uh, to send those over. And anything in the executive Jewish not-for-profit world always gets forwarded over to the folks at the Joel Paul Group. So check out the website, and uh, and hopefully more and more people out there uh, will become uh, – uh, will become candidates and then eventually will become um, a staff members at some of these uh, key uh, organizations that are in our community. A lot of opportunities out there, Willie, right? A lot of opportunities. Yes. Malcolm, I just want to, and I want to remind any potential candidate, a professional in the nonprofit, any resume that you send NSN or the Joel Poe Group is treated with the utmost highest level of confidentiality. Uh, we and any good recruiter does not inquire of a current employer or a past employer on someone's resume about a candidate. There are, you know, respectful rules that we abide by, and that is the highest level of confidentiality while we are dialoguing with a potential candidate. All right, good to hear, and I think that's what people expect. Uh, Willie Hochman is, in fact, the CEO of the Joel Paul Group. Go to the website for information, Joel Paul. Dot com. Willie, I thank you. Thank you for uh, checking in with us. And I hope that 2022 will be a big year for employment out there. There are a lot of people and a lot of companies and organizations that want to uh, that want to continue to grow. Nachum, thank you. If I can make one final comment. Sure. Many jobs, not many, but more and more jobs today are increasing with what they call a hybrid work situation. They are, are allowing candidates to work remotely, sometimes fully remote, depending on the type of job. And most cases, hybrid, meaning two days, three days in the office, two days they don't have to come into the office. And then there are, of course, those organizations that still do require, and many organizations have come back to the office. So when you read a job description, make sure you know that if it's hybrid, remote, or fully in the office, uh, and you apply appropriately. Very important. So thank you, Malcolm, for that. And uh, always a pleasure to speak to your uh, audience and our community. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And that's a great tip, by the way, to make sure you know what you're getting into in terms of a employment situation. Uh, website, joelpohl.com. Willie Hochman is CEO of the Joel Paul Group, and you are listening to JM in the AM. On a
must align For everything there is a time So let's find on from the unfine A little bit of fun is fine Heart and soul they must align Together this one time Let's find the unfine Oh, 
Ladies and gentlemen around the world, Avram Rosenblum and the Diasperados. Yo shave the say sail yon, but sail shakai is lonan. Amar l'shem b'achsi, umetsudosi ilokai niftach bo. Yo shave the say sail yon. But sail shakai is lonan. Amar l'shem machsi. Umetsuta si ilokai of tachbo. Lo siro l'pachad lailo. Mechets ya'uf yomam. Lo siro l'pachad lailo. Mechets. Yo mom, yo shape the say serial yo. Yo shape the say serial yo. But sail shakai is low enough. Amal Hashem Maxi. Who lets you see a low
J.M. and the A.M. Ari Hill, Ellie Marcus together with uh, that fabulous medley. You heard Ivan Rosenblum, the Diasperados from our Lagba Omer performance. Yoshev Besesar Elyon, Eitan Katz and Baruch Levine together with Ajo Senu, Mizmor Lesoda from Avremel, and Eighth Day had Una Messer to open up that set here at J.M. In the AM. Uh, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Boker Toe from Kemp Mill, Maryland, where it's somewhat chilly, 20 degrees Fahrenheit, minus 6 Celsius. Wow. Got that off the NSN app. Uh, AJA Carpool 204 is wishing sincere Nahama to the Bader family on the passing this weekend of Carpool Grandpa Alan Bader, Alter Melch Ben Moshe. That comes from listener Daniel. And we mentioned earlier that yesterday we were uh, at the Mizrahi for the funeral of Mr. Herbie Stavsky, a name that for so many people around the world uh, means a tremendous amount in his role at the Stavsky's uh, bookstore, Judaica store on Essex Street in uh, here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan for decades. He was in touch with Jewish communities everywhere around the United States, around the world. And um, yesterday we lost a... Uh, a great member of the Mizrahi and a wonderful member of the Lower East Side community for so many decades. And our condolences, of course, to the entire Stavsky family who now are in Israel. And I believe that funeral is going to take place. Uh, the burial is going to take place just a couple hours from now. So our condolences. And again, our condolences to the Orlean family. Rabbi Dr. Uh, J. Mitchell Orlean, Mickey Orlean, passed away. And those of you who um, who knew him from any walk of life, uh, professor of years at Yeshiva University, Kent Marasha, Yeshiva University Basketball, Hidona Tanakh, and so many others. You know what kind of wonderful man he was. Our condolences to the entire Orlean family, to Chaya and all the children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. That funeral is going to be taking place later today um, on Broadway at Shari Tfila in, uh, in Lawrence. Uh, excuse me, not on Broadway, on Central Avenue at Shari Tfila in Lawrence. That happens at 9.30 this morning. And again, our condolences to the Orlean family, that kfura, that burial is going to be taking place in Israel. J.M. and A.M. on a Wednesday. Tomorrow morning, Gregory Zuckerman of the Wall Street Journal is our guest. The book is A Shot to Save the World, the inside story of the life or death race for a COVID-19 vaccine. He's our guest, 8 o'clock hour tomorrow morning right here at J.M. and the A.M. should be a very very interesting conversation. That's coming up tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. Shamot, 
מול כיסא כבודך, מתחננות על החיים. מחכה לנו הדרך, מי יודע מה יבוא. תן לנו ברכת שלום.
JM in the AM, Yaakov Shweki, Shtena Shamot. What a song that is. Want to wish a mazel tov to the Kirstein and Gaffney families. Tonight is the wedding of Yitzchak Baruch Gaffney and Adina Rifka Kirstein. And I want to wish a very special mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. We go way back with the Kirstein family, way back. <laughs> Longer than anybody wants to admit. If I told you how long, you would, I don't even know if you'd believe it. Uh, but anyway, to Yitzchak Baruch Gaffney, to Adina Rifka Kirstein, a very, very special Mazda, but to the Kirstein family, who again, we know for a long time, uh, I say uh, Mazal Tov. Dr. Josh, and you're, you and the entire family, Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning with 24 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high temperature of 40. A reminder that tomorrow, Gregory Zuckerman, Wall Street Journal author, Wall Street Journal writer is going to be our guest. He's author of the book, A Shot to Save the World, The Inside Story of the Life or Death Race for the COVID-19 Vaccine. It's going to be tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. Um, Monday is our Tubishvat special. We're trying to put the finishing touches on that. Uh, it's going to be a combination of uh, live 5782 Tubishvat, including Rabbi Benji Kramer at 715 Monday morning with Meir Milim, and it'll also be uh, a look back at some of the conversations we've had in the past during Tu Bishvat special. So that's all coming up. It's all going to be part of our uh, Tu Bishvat special on Monday morning between 6 and 9 right here at JM and the AM. And I certainly hope you will be tuned in. Should be uh, a lot of fun. Should be very interesting. I know that Monday's a legal holiday for some, uh, for some a day off. But I think most of our schools are open. So hopefully it'll be a regular day where people can tune in live. Otherwise, of course, you have the archive right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. It's six o'clock in the morning. He can hear his own heart beating. Hoping what filled his mind was just a bad dream. The silence seems so eerie Nothing is all he can see Young child feels a shudder Is this his new reality? Just one more day Mama's unsure Should she read the paper Sadness at the same old news Crying as she keeps on reading How many more did we lose? Oh yeah
what wrong did they do? His best friend who is now an orphan Wants to hear the answer too We're all Hashem's children With our tears he too does cry He'll call back his most beautiful rose But can't we just say our goodbye? religion or nation the rich the poor the important ones no exemptions no exceptions but there's one group who remains safe because their father Yaakov gave them a bracha our Tinoiko is shell base rabbon oh we know that our suffering is only to Still so pure, no chatayim of their own. Swaying back and forth in shul, kavon on every word. So we must dive in by their side, because we need that bracha too. So please give us the bracha that Yaakov gave you. J.M. in the A.M. Simcha Liner with Hamalach HaGoel here on a um, Wednesday morning at J.M. in the A.M. We'll wrap things up in a minute or so. Just want to remind everybody that our dear friend, uh, Rabbi Dr. J. Mitchell Orlean, Rabbi Mickey Orlean, passed away in the funerals at 9.30 this morning at Shari Tzfila on Central Avenue in Lawrence. Those of you who are able to attend, as I said earlier, Knowing this audience, there are probably a lot of people who uh, interacted with the Orlean family over the years. And uh, we extend our condolences, of course. And uh, I mentioned very early in the show how we're preparing for the Tubishvat special on Monday. And one of the things we're doing is going back to some of our old Tubishvat specials, checking out some of the conversations I had with Mayor Weingarten of Blessed Memory. And there is an amazing 
And maybe now we should play it, actually. I'll have to see if it fits in for Monday. Uh, there's an amazing conversation that the uh, mayor had with her by Dr. Uh, Orlean uh, about the Hebrew language during our special that I was listening to from must be 11 years ago or so in that area. So he was very meaningful to a lot of people in a, in a variety of walks of Jewish life. Uh, but for us, he was also someone who participated in our show and really took great pride in this show uh, over the years, both because of the Chidon Tanakh and because of the uh, specials that we did on Tu B'Shvat and Yom, Yom Atzmut and Yom Yerushalayim, etc. So we remember him with great love and fondness and our condolences to the entire Orlean family. He will be laid to rest tomorrow in uh, in um, Eretz Haim Cemetery in Israel. And uh, his memory, as I said earlier, will certainly be a blessing for his family and for all of us. That's a guarantee. Uh, tomorrow on this program, Gregory Zuckerman, who is a, a Wall Street Journal writer. He's also author of a bunch of books. One of them, the most recent, is entitled A Shot to Save the World, the inside story of the life or death race for a COVID-19 vaccine. It's a portfolio books release. It came out just a couple of months ago. And we get to speak to Gregory Zuckerman about this brand new book. Um, uh, tomorrow in the 8 o'clock hour right here at JM in the AM. And, of course, Monday, don't forget our Tubishvat special right here at JM in the AM. Ray Benji Kramer will be participating with a Me Irmi Lim segment at 7.15 in the morning this coming Monday on Tubishvat. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com on the NachumSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Wednesday here at JM in the AM. Tomorrow we're back starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Avrami hosts a live lunch today starting at 11 a.m. Treat him well. He will treat you well. I can guarantee you that. And use the app, the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, to be in touch with Avrami with requests, questions, etc., as I know many of you do already during our live lunch segments. And have a fabulous Wednesday. Until tomorrow, Nahum Single reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.